Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Lee Goldberg, and you're listening to TV Confidential with Ed Robertson. Hello! We hope you like our show. We hope, we hope, we hope, we The next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. Our guests will include actress and director Michelle Danner. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, we have a few minutes left in this week's program. Enough time to tell you that Robert Clary passed away last week. Robert Clary, the singer-actor best known for playing LeBeau on Hogan's Heroes, though he also starred on Days of Our Lives for 15 years throughout the 1970s and 1980s. Robert Clary passed away last week at the age of 96, as was reported in all of the obituaries that ran last week. Robert Clary was one of three Hogan's Hero stars of Jewish Heritage, Werner Klemperer and John Banner being the other two who experienced Nazism in real life many years before doing Hogan's Heroes. In Clary's case, he spent nearly three years as a teenager in German concentration camps and lost many family members during that time, including both his parents. Our friend Robert Crane, eldest son of Bob Crane, got to know Robert Clary, Werner Klemperer, and John Banner during the years when his dad filmed Hogan's Heroes. He talked to us about that when he appeared on TV Confidential in June 2015. Did you get to know some of the other cast members? I did, yeah. Ivan Dixon, I had great respect for. I mean, I hate to, this is very delicate for me because I hate when, you know, for lack of a better term, people of color are separated, you know, from, I'm I'm saying this really badly, but he was the first black person to bob up, you know, I, I hate that. You know, in the perfect world, we're all together in this mess. But at the time, 1965, Bill Cosby and Ivan Dixon are the only two men of color Mm -hmm. on regular series. And just for that fact alone, I, I was in awe of Ivan Dixon. Plus, he was a brilliant actor and didn't get that much to do on Hogan's. You know, it was Kinch. You know, yeah. he's on the calling the submarine and, you know, doing stuff. And that's why he left after five years. I mean, he had a great time. You know, a lot of people saw him on the show. But he went off and became a director. Very, bu- yeah. a very busy you know, director. Because he was so talented. Yeah. See, I so. Love, he did the best of all the prisoners. He did the best German accent. <laughs> Was yeah. the yeah. irony, and I, I guess they, they had to tread lightly on it, because when they would go off on some sort of caper pretending to be Germans, you couldn't <laughs> send him. You couldn't. 
But on the yeah. on the radio, he could yes. pull it off, and he seemed to be better than anybody else yeah, in, in the fluency in German yeah. and just to do the accents and all that. But yeah. you could not put him in a SS uniform and go on yeah. some sort of caper. Yeah, and they never explained why he disappeared. No, no, he just became Kenneth Washington. Yeah. <laughs> he got younger, thinner, yes. and yeah. less, you know, less, less yeah. capable of doing the accents. Yeah. 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 Back then, they no series finale and no explaining why Kinchlow leaves the part, uh, the uh, Stalic. It's, I don't. Know. Yeah. It's uh, and they never explained uh, the the secret the secretary pool oh. having the change either. It was just. And that was Helga just, and Hilda. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. It's not like the two Marilyns on the Munsters or no. the two Garens on Bewitched. This was, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's because you, you guys ha- are TV fans, man. Because you know, you you had somebody who was in on it. I mean, yeah. uh, Helga was uh, the manicurist underground in the yeah. pilot, so yeah. she she knew all the secrets. And then yeah. it's like she disappears. There should be a story about that. Yeah. yeah. Or Dick York and Dick Sargent. Dick, Dick Sargent. Sargent. Yeah. yeah. Werder Klemper, did you get to know him? A little bit, yeah. I mainly observed him and was, let's see, I, I don't want this to sound wrong because it, it, you know, he, he was an actor first. Yeah. I mean, he's into it. Mm-hmm. He's rehe- mm-hmm. rehearsing the next scene. And I'm this little twerpy teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go up and bother him, yeah. you know, because he, he's like, a, you know. And so when he wasn't working, He's rehearsing the next scene. Sure. He's either reading the lines or working with the script supervisor. And little Bobby's not going to mm-hmm. go up there. The more accessible people were the POWs, Larry Hovis, mm-hmm. Richard Dawson. They're playing cards on the set. You know, Ivan, uh, Robert Clary, mm-hmm. uh, singing, you know, because mm-hmm. he was a great singer. They were more accessible. And uh, I don't know, maybe because I, I felt, uh, oh, let me add John Banner totally accessible mm-hmm. he was grandpa yeah you went up to him he was john candy before john candy so you mm-hmm. go up to him and hug him and just disappear in his <laughs> hug and he was the sweetest loveliest guy so uh and i don't mean to single no, burn no, around no, like no, he's no. some bad character yeah. he was just so professional no, pe- and always are wired you know, differently. yeah, yeah are you, wired i differently. think a lot of people uh, had more of the comedy background yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah, you it, had yes. the, the seriously theatrically trained yes. background. The That's fact it. that these guys were so good together, yeah. but you had completely, you know, and there are people who need privacy That's and, it, and, and all that. Yeah. And yeah. then you have people who were used to being backstage yeah. doing whatever. You're on, great. And yeah. then they are just on stage. They yeah. don't and, do and, that prep. They just do it. And a couple of years into the show, uh, Richard Dawson and Larry Hovis are writing and appearing on Laughing yeah. Yeah. while they're doing Hogan's. I never understood. So they're writing things. So I was interested in the writing aspect. Like they're writing sketches mm-hmm. for laughing. So I would kind of hover around and you know watch them work. And so, you know. uh, but also just uh, the music because your dad loved the big band era. Yeah. And so, and then Werner Klepper was you know the son of a, a famous conductor. Yeah. So he, he Otto Klemper. Otto Klemper yeah. Hochstetter. Was a bluegrass banjo player. I no. heard. Yeah, really? Because he was a Southern Jew, so he would. Wow. I was told that I he could walk that. by the train, and you would hear different styles of music yeah. coming from oh, each yeah. trailer. Yeah. Which, yeah. actually, there was one time that they all just kind of improvised the jam, a jam session yes. went in that one episode, and yeah. all, and you could see Ivan Dixon knew how to play the bass, and your dad yeah. obviously was this incredible drum player. Yeah, but they were all just there, and obviously. And the, all chained together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were all chained, and they yeah. just went into uh, some Hofbrau, and, oh, yeah. look, the instruments are set up. 
And it was really cool. And it's annoying to me when I see sometimes in syndication, the musical number gets cut. It's like yeah. I, 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 a couple yeah. of times that they got to do music on the show, yeah. it, that's usually the first thing that gets sacrificed for more commercial time. There, there well, wasn't a lot of crossover between Hogan, I mean, today, if a show like Hogan's a big hit, there'd be a lot of crossover, yes. you know, collectible kind of stuff. There was, there was an album that your dad recorded for Epic Records where right. he, he played the, it was arrangements of popular TV themes, and he played the drums, and he yeah. did some of the shtick that he did on his show. I showed Tony and Donna the pic, there's a picture of that album cover in Bob's book. Bob actually appears on the cover of the album. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's. Bob Bob was recruited to play a German soldier. Uh, How old are you in really? this picture? Well, it, the album came out in 1967, so I'm about 15 or 16 years old. Well, at that time during the war, the Germans yeah. were recruiting anybody. <laughs> they, they needed help, yeah. The POW camps were you know, either manned by the geriatrics like Schultz, or they got the yeah. kids. Everybody else was yeah. uh, fighting or going through the Russian front. Yeah. So this is you know, just being there, you know, being there. The photographer, Gene Howard, wants to, he doesn't want my dad and his drum set and Clink, Schultz, and Hilda mm -hmm. right in the center of the frame. He wants them off to the right a little bit, and then you have the, uh, the, the guard tower guard yeah. tower mm -hmm. on the left. But they need something to fill in under the guard tower, so they need a uh, guard. Mm -hmm. So my dad goes, Bobby. So, okay. So I go over, I get, you know, the uh, wool coat on. It's <laughs> the middle of summer. Yeah. The, the helmet and a rubber machine gun. And I am standing off to the left looking menacing. Looking menacing yeah. you know. In the history of the show, you're the only guard who's doing his damn job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the album was on Epic Records, which later, of course, was uh, Michael Jackson's yeah. label. It stiffed. But, uh, you know, he had a good time. It he was got ahead to play of his time. He got to play with a lot of great L.A. musicians. Ray Brown, the yeah. bass player, and uh, the Rangers and Ernie Freeman and the Ranger yeah. and people like that. So it was fun. Yeah. And then the the heroes, the four guys, Ivan Dixon, Robert Clary, Richard Dawson, Larry Hovis, did a singing album. Yes, mm -hmm. where they sang the heretofore undiscovered lyrics to the Hogan's Heroes theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. There, there are lyrics to that. Yeah. But yeah. they, I remember, like in the days of the variety show, they did the Leslie Uggam show. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. opening sketch would be them as the heroes escaping. Yes. And going. Yeah. To, and then there was like a Hollywood Palace. Hollywood Palace. Yeah. yeah. With Bing Crosby. With Bing. And that's yeah. where uh, Bernard Klemperer and uh, John Batter sang "Silent Night" in, in German. <laughs> So you got to hear them. Yeah. So they did like yeah. you know like little songs from around the world, but they yeah. you actually heard it in in German. Ah, uh, television of the sixties. Television, yeah. television of the sixties. Robert Crane sharing a few memories of Ivan Dixon, Werner Klemperer, John Banner, and Robert Clary from a conversation that originally aired in June 2015 on TV Confidential. Robert Clary passed away last week at the age of 96. For more backstage stories about Hogan's heroes, check out Bob's book. Crane, Sex Celebrity, and My Father's Unsolved Murder. And Robert Crane, also one of the contributors to Beyond Where the Buses Run, collection of short stories edited by Teresa Griffin Kennedy, which is available in paperback and as an ebook through Oregon Greystone Press and Amazon.com. Also a reminder that Flirting with Fame by Dan Harari, available Amazon.com, where the books are sold online. Ed Robertson, Baffer Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential.
be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.